welcome to the Master Slave Lifestyle Podcast. Here we'll interview real people living the real Master Slave lifestyle, all consensual and all in different ways. And in this episode, if you want a relationship with a slave, you want a really good relationship with a slave, make him grow the way you want him to. Nurture him the way you want him to be. Make him feel good that he is pleasing you. Encourage him when he does it right. Discourage him when he's not got it right. This is MasterSlaveLifestyle.com Hello everyone. It's with great pleasure that I introduce Master Gary and his slave, Phil, who have been in a relationship for over 20 years. They're both from my home country of the UK, and it's a pleasure to have them here to interview for this episode of the Master Slave podcast. Thank you both for joining us. You're very welcome. For the first question, could I ask you both to introduce yourself? Yeah, my name is Gary. I'm a master. I've been a master all my life. I'm an alpha master. Could you tell me when when you both realized you were master slave? Um, I should say master or slave. I've, I've known that all my life. I've, 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 just, I've just known that. It's just been in me. I'm an alpha master. I'm, it's, I, I think maybe the age of 11, I suddenly woke up and just thought, I'm not normal. <laughs> I'm this alpha guy and I'm, I'm going to, uh, that's just it. And uh, what about yourself, Phil? When did you realise you were a slave? Um, um, when I was uh, maybe 25. Very good. And could you now tell me a bit about your relationship? So how did you meet? You know, what makes it a master-slave relationship? And how has it evolved over the 20 years? Well, um, we... We have known of each other for a long time, but we never spoke to each other. And I was in a pub in the East End of London, and I was with a few slaves and masters we'd, we'd come out. And I saw this guy standing on his own dancing and just looking into the, into the abyss of absolutely nothing. I thought this guy's completely either off his head or he's fucked off with something. Either way, I'm going to have him. And so I walked over to him and straight away I just uh, said to him, you, you want a drink? He went, yes. I said, I'm a master. He says, I'm a slave. I said, I know. And um, we've been together ever since. Wow. And, and how, how, how did that relationship evolve from, let's say, that, that first um, drink to where you are now? <laughs> very, very sticky in the beginning because um, Phil was with someone. And he didn't want to be with this person. And this person was pulling the piss out of him. And eventually we got rid of him. And that wasn't good enough for me because I'm quite a control freak. And I wasn't going to have Phil living in a flat um, without me in it. So I shifted him out of his flat and moved him into my flat. And then we sold both flats and bought a house together. And the relationship has just got stronger and stronger and stronger. There's no weakness in it. It just keeps getting stronger. It, uh, I, I have for many years expected it to collapse because you hear a lot of people, a lot of master slaves, their, their whole lives collapse and the, the slave says no and that's it. Well, this hasn't happened. This, it's, our relationship has got a lot more powerful. I will admit it's got a lot more aggressive, but it is still... Um, a powerful, powerful relationship. 
Thank you so much for sharing that. So uh, I'm, one of the follow-on questions I'd like to ask is, so what do you think is special about your relationship which has allowed it to go stronger? Um, I think what it is is um, both of us being incredibly honest with each other. And when I say honest, I really do mean honest sexually, physically, mentally, everything is upfront and honest. You don't want, you say, you don't like, you say, you want, you say, you like, you say. Um, and so that's actually sort of sorted it out for us because he knows how to serve me and I know how to get out of him what I want. And it just seems that whatever I want, he likes. So I'm happy with that. So um, as part of that, you said that you're honest with each other and you can say things that you don't like to each other. I would imagine that some people who are listening would think that a slave should never say that they don't like something. Do you think that's true or do you encourage your slave to actually be open with you when there is something that they have an issue with? Yeah, I absolutely encourage that. I want him to tell me because if he doesn't tell me, then he's hiding. And if you're hiding, you're lying. If you're lying, I don't want to know. And so I will encourage him as much as possible if there's something on his mind or I can send something for him to tell me. That's where it can go wrong if he doesn't tell me or he feels he, he can't tell me. Then I will I will start to become aggressive towards him because... I don't want any secrets. But luckily enough, that's only ever happened once, and that does happen once very, very early on in our relationship. And has there been kind of issues when he might have said something to you and you've had like an emotional reaction to it? Um, how have you kind of dealt with that? Because I can imagine some people wanting to, let's say, shout back at him, the slave. Is that the sort of approach you've taken or, or have you done something else to encourage that openness and honesty? Um, the way I've encouraged him to be open and honest is suggestive, being suggestive, suggesting things. Um, it was only about four or five days ago asked him to admit that he would love to have 12 masters fucking one after the other. And first of all, it's like, oh, God, what, what do, do I answer that? Do I answer it? And I said, yeah, answer it. Un answer it properly, because if you don't, I'll know. And he answered me, said, yes, I would. And that, to me, is is honesty, and I love that. And I think that's one of the main reasons we, we're so strong, because it's honesty. It really holds it together. Thank you so much. And in terms of, let's say you said no um, secrets with each other, so if you're happy to share, um, how did you actually deal with the um, situation where, where there was this secret or where um, Slayfield was reluctant to be open with you about something? I think it was the actual subject that he was reluctant about, which was a personal subject it was it was not to do with the slave master relationship it was it was something to do with his own parents and he felt that he doesn't need to burden me with this and that's like you're not burdening me with anything you're telling me what i want to know and if for example i'm finding it difficult to get the information out of him um i can either withdraw myself and tell him to stay away from me and for him to sit 
on his own and think and then come back to me. And when he comes back to me, I don't want excuses. I don't want anything like that. I just want to know the truth. Then we can move on. If he doesn't, then it gets sticky and he can get whipped really hard. So there is a punishment there that if the correct behavior is not, not there, there are consequences. Yeah, but that has to be um, that that I have to be pushed into that because um, I'm not one of these alpha masters that likes to whip the fuck out of someone just purely to whip the fuck out of someone. You know, I don't mind doing it when we're having sex with each other. That's absolutely fine. But just to have to flog someone bores the ass off me. So I'd prefer not to do it. And just to pick up on something you, you've kind of said a couple of times, you've used the word alpha master. Uh, could you explain a bit more what, what that means? Mm, some people know, some people don't. Um, an alpha master is someone that will do what he wants. And that a lot of masters and a lot of slaves, um, if you say to a slave, um, do you fuck your master? It's like, oh my God, no, 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 no way. That would never happen. What are you talking about? An alpha master can insist his slave fuck him, whether he wants to or not, he will do it. And um, that's where an alpha master, if I want to get fucked by my slave, I will. Ha that will happen. If I want my slave to get fucked by someone else, that will happen. So it is, it is what I say when I want, how I want it. And if it isn't done, then there's hell, but 99.9% .9 of the time it's done because what I normally want to do, my slave wants to do anyway. Yes. He just said, yes, master. <laughs> <laughs> do you think that is, that is one of the other reasons for your success is that you both like a lot of the same things? Yeah, definitely. I think it's, um, I've introduced Phil to a lot of things that he just, he's never done before. And um, he just took to like duck to water, <laughs> which I knew he would. I, I had no doubt about it at all. Because that if you're a good master, you can suss out a slave, even if he's quiet, you can look at him and you will be able to watch by his actions and how he looks that there's more to him than he's letting on. And this was what was happening with Phil. Now, I saw a lot more in him than what he was letting on. And so I knew that he was a proper slave underneath all this bravado of, um, you know, I've got a boyfriend and all this type of thing, which uh, I wasn't bothered about. So, so um, let's say that there's a new master that's listening to this. How would you recommend that they could learn that skill about, let's say, sussing out a, um, a slave and being able to understand what, what the slave wants and needs? I mean, I think that it's a personal thing. I think you have to, when you come across a slave, you meet a slave and you say to yourself, this, this, this slave I like, this one I like, and you, and you can talk. And it's, it's their actions. It's the way they look at you, the way they talk to you, their introduction of themselves, their respect for you, their, their obedience um, uh, for you, which is immediate. Um, also, when a slave approaches you, if it's on the internet or something and a slave just comes in and says, um, you know, show me your dick or something, you know, block them, block them straight away. They, you know, but if a slave introduces himself and apologizes for disturbing me and asking me how my day is and things like this, that slave I want to know. I want to know. And I've met one 
months, about three weeks ago, and he's in his 70s. I don't care. It's his attitude. It's his, the way he looks at things, um, the way he acts. And he's a he's been a slave all his life, and it shows. And people like that, you don't waste. Thank you. And and in terms of let's say um, reading what a slave really wants. So when you're asking a slave a question, what are the sort of things you look for? Let's say in them, the body language or how they're reacting to understand um, more of what they want but they might not be saying explicitly um <laughs> be brave and ask um i think i think it, it's the conversation you have with the slave and the response the slave gives you uh, if you speak to slave and you say to the slave um you know have you ever been fist fucked if the reaction, no, 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 um, I'm not sure. But normally, if, a, if it's a good slave and you really think, ah, oh, this guy knows, it'll be something like, no, sir, but I'm willing to try, sir. So, right, so that bit I've got now, and so I want to move on to something else that I like doing, and I'll push that out and slowly push that. And it's their reaction towards me. If they their body, you know, they're facing me, they're talking to me, or they even start to kneel in front of me while I'm talking to them. That's it. I'm, I'm happy. I'm good. And I know that that slave will do what I want. So, so what I'm hearing there, it's about, let's say, being respectful of you, but also, um, you know, looking at things in a way which is serving you. So it's like, well, that isn't something I've done all right, but I'd be willing to try it for you or let me kneel in front of you. You know, that, that there's this mm. kind of very much respecting. Yeah. So um, going back to something you said near the um, start, which was that the relationship is kind of stronger and stronger. Could you explain a bit more about what that means? Um, yeah. Um it's got stronger because it's got more intense. Um, I, I, I am doing what I want to do more than I've ever done. I've, got, I've had more freedom with this slave I've got now than I've ever had with anybody because I can do what I want and he will not say no. And, but the thing is that it is a respect for the slave as well because I don't want to be doing something with a slave and the slave is looking at me thinking, I don't fucking like this. I'm not, this is not what I want to do. I, I want a slave to get into it. And the reason why it's got so much stronger and more intense is because I'm a pervert. So I will try and want to try anything and everything. And every time I do, my slave loves it. So it's just becoming more and more and more and more intense and, and, and heavier. And um, we are in lockdown in the UK at the moment. And my poor slave has really gone through it because I walk around the house and he walks around the house and I will just say to him over there, buy that thing. And I will just go up behind him and I'll just start fucking him from behind because that's what I want to do there and then. Or I will walk into the room. He always drops to the floor when I walk in the room. And if I wanted to pull my trousers down and get him to gob me up, he will do so. And that is what that poor man has been going through since lockdown. And that's why it's getting very intense as well. Because you've got this extra time with each other. So that power dynamic is sticking mm. in for longer without, let's say, work 
interfering or distance. Mm. We, we work together. Oh, you work together. Yeah, we work together and live together, yeah. Was that something that's happened by coincidence or, or something that you wanted so you could be closer with them? That's, I, I orchestrated it, yeah. It's their, it's their business. And so I decided, right, I'm going to join your business. You're going to employ me. And he has. So um, in terms of this like intensity and this more power, is this something that you're, let's say, in control of, or is it something that's sort of occurring because you're in control? Does that make sense? Yeah, I think it's, I think it's occurring because I'm in control. Because it, it, it is, the relationship is much better as it's got older because a lot of the baggage and crap that everybody carries around them with them has disappeared. We don't have uh, a bad history at all. We just have bad incidents um, that's either caused by other people or um, I lose my rag because something isn't done that I want done. So when you have had those incidents, how have you both tried to approach them? Um, By talking, literally by talking and being honest and sitting down and just hammering it out. I won't let my slave go. Um, I I will argue with him if I have to. I'll, I'll go on for days if I have to, if something isn't right and I want it right. But I won't let him go because I'm not going to lose him. But at the same time, he has to respect me and do as I want. And he does. And a lot of the problems are sorted out literally by talking to each other or arguing. But you don't turn your back and walk away. You stay there and keep it going until it literally runs out of steam and there's nothing left. And when it's run out of steam, what does that kind of like mean? Is it that there's there's nothing else to talk about or, or that a, a decision has taken place? A decision has taken place, yeah. An answer has been given. Um, it's settled. It's finished. It is gone. So is it possible for, um, let's say, an answer to come up which was different to what you originally wanted or would it always be the answer that that you wanted? Um, obviously, I want the answer that I want, but sometimes the answer I get is better than the answer I want. So it's, 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 it's all right with me. And if it isn't all right with me, it will have to be um, changed because I won't change. I'm, I'm not going to change. Very interesting. So it's it's more about, um, let's say, how can things please you all and benefit you? Would that be a good summary? Um, how, how do you mean? Sorry, I'm, 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 I didn't understand that. So, so, so in terms of, let's say, when decisions are being made, it's more about how things can be better for you. Um, no, us. Us. Okay, so so it is about the dynamic of the relationship where you're looking for things to be better. Yes, yeah, it must improve. Cool. Because uh, uh, I think that's a really important and, and um, serious point you kind of made there because I, you know, when I'm occasionally speaking with someone on, let's say, um, recon, there can be this only what I want and there's nothing to do with the relationship. 
that that kind of comes out in the conversation. Yeah, I, um, Phil, is, he goes um, on recon and um, he gets, they call themselves masters. I just think that, to me, they're just funny guys. And their, their introduction to him is, um, slave, show me your cock. Slave, do this. Slave, do that. And what they don't realise and what they don't ever, ever think of is to go to him and say, slave, do you have a master I can talk to because I'd like to fuck your ass? And so and they yes. And he would automatically go, yes, his address is this and they can come and talk to me. That is that that's that type of master is good. But the other ones where it's my way or no way or or, or, or all this shit or if I want to kick the shit out of you because I feel like it. Um, no, that, you're not a master, you're just a prick. You are listening to the MasterSlaveLifestyle.com podcast. The websites and podcasts are devoted to the Master Slave Lifestyle and those that want to live it full time. Do check out the website if you want to find out more information. There's also now a Patreon membership where you can support the website and this podcast and receive benefits such as early access to the next episode, free workshops and more. Check out the show notes for more information. In this episode, you're listening to Master Gary, who's had a full-time slave for over 20 years. And back to the episode. How would you define the connection between you and your, your slave? Is it love or is it something else? Oh, it's more powerful than love. My God. Um, it's a really deep, 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 intense connection between the two of us. Some people might call that love. I don't call that love. It, it doesn't. Funny word, um, but I I would say it's a really really deep deep intense connection with each other. Um, we don't look like each other. Um, he's short and and muscly, and I'm tall and muscly. Um, he's got no hair. I've got hair. I'm older than him. He's five six years younger than me. How 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 old are you younger than me? Six years. Six years. Uh, don't smile, man. Six years, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's an, highly intense. It is, um, it is not volatile. It, it isn't volatile. I thought it was going to be volatile because of the intensity of me, because I'm a very intense person when it comes to it. But it, it's not being volatile. So it's just worked out completely the opposite. It's become more fluid a lot more relaxing as i use the word freedom because the, i use that word is because i can do what i want when i want and i can if i want to um uh, uh rip his trousers off and fuck him i will do so when i want to he will never say no yeah right no he said yeah he said no sorry I would never say <laughs> um but um it's, it is intense, and it's getting deeper and deeper all the time. Um, sometimes we have guys around here as subs around here sometimes, and I'm now starting to realise that sometimes that really gets in the way. Could you tell me a bit more about that? Yeah. Um, um, I'm always getting subs and slaves coming after me on recon or something like that. And if I like one of them and I think he's all right and they're not too far away, <laughs> then I'll then I will call them in. But before I call them in, I always show my slave this person. 
what I won't have is my slave going, oh, oh, no, 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 I don't like him and that, that isn't nice and this isn't nice because to me that you're just bitching. Just stop the bitching and tell me whether or not he's a decent looking bloke and you wouldn't mind fucking around with him. Well, we had this one guy, he came round about two months ago when we were out of lockdown and he was young and he was covered in tattoos and stripped him off. He wanted to be chained up against the wall and not be allowed to move and for me to piss all over him. That's fine. That's cool. That's cool. That's fine. However, on the next visit he came, he it was dull, very dull, because he was getting in my way and... um Normally, the session with someone will last up to eight, nine, ten hours. But with this guy, he was out within five hours because I was so bored. Because he was he was being what I call not a slave. He was just laying there going, you can do to me what you want. Great. You know, we'll draw on you because it's it's just it's dull. It's easy. And he was dull. So I'd say, please, mate, you know, get your clothes on and go. So, and to me, as I said, they get in the way. They get in the way of what I want to do. And I'm finding that is, is an odd thing because normally they don't. What is it you would like a sub to do if, if they were to come them to you to, to make it work a bit better? Um, be, be active. Be, be, be an active uh, slave. Be, you know, be an alpha slave. Stand up and, and uh, make things happen. Don't expect the master to always make it happen. They're masters. They shouldn't have to be doing these type of things. You should initiate. The master can initiate when he wants to. But if the slave is feeling horny, there's no reason why he can't initiate it either. About six weeks ago, I came home and it was dark. And when I walked in the door, all the way up the stairs were all these candles burning and then I got another set of stairs after that. And there were more candles burning. I went into my um, playroom and there was my slave in my sling ready to be fucked. I mean, that, that is what it's supposed to be. You know, he did this and I had no idea it was going to happen. So it's proactive service. It's Yeah, yeah. One of the things that I find when I go to visit a master is that I somehow need to tune into the dynamic that's there, be it that there's just the master or master and partner or master with slave, and that I almost need to try and divine what it is they need me to do to work within that relationship. So how, how, how do you define that? How do you do that? How, how would you do that? Well, it takes me a little while. Like I, I always kind of because it's normally like a multi-day stay. I almost, I always kind of think the first day is the hardest because you're trying to figure out what is it they they need. You know, so is it that they just want you to be quiet and come in as and when they need some sort of service like cleaning, or is it that they really want you to be acting and helping solving a problem that they're going through and they're speaking to you because they want an additional perspective? <laughs> or is it, let's say, doing some sort of DIY, which in my case will always be with supervision, as it's not my best skill. <laughs> you know, so so it's it's kind of like trying to figure that out, but then trying to get let's say constructive feedback as well about what's working what's not so i can then start to suss it out yeah. figure things out um 
<clears throat> I think, I mean, yeah, that, that, sound, that sounds difficult, um, especially if there's two of them. But if there is one, just a master, um, he should be proactive in making this work because you don't know what he wants. Obviously, you, you, you know roughly what he wants, but you don't know how he wants it. Is he going to be leather? Is he going to be rubber? Is he going to be lycra? Is this man going to put heels on? You know, you, you, you don't know. Does he want me to clean the fridge or all these things? I mean, the cleaning bit I find very odd. I find it very odd that masters want slaves to come around and clean their houses. I find that very odd because um, I'm a master and uh, it's got to be done my way and my way is better than most people's way of cleaning. So, you know, I clean my house because I want to. If I want my slave to clean something, he'll do it for me. But that's only because I either can't be asked to do it or he's better at it than I am. But now cleaning is... Mm. But however, you know, um, sussing out a master... Um, to be honest with you, I would have always said to a slave when you come in, my first thing is, what won't you do? What won't you do? And it's and, and if the answer is, I'll do anything, I'll do whatever master says, that's not the answer I asked. That's not the answer I want. There are things that you won't do. You know, so, uh, and if he says, oh, I don't do scat and blood and, um, you know, uh, uh, permanent marks, there are the there are the limits of that person, and I respect limits of, of, of people because you know some people their lip they have none and some people have, as long as the limits are not ridiculous like I don't fuck or don't kiss me or I don't I don't swallow or um, all this other thing, you know these are these are petty little demands and as soon as they start coming in I block or, or get rid of that sub slave or whatever they are. Thank you for sharing that. So um, going back to what you said about the relationship becoming more intense, I was just wondering, is it possible for you to add a little more color on to what that means for, for people that might not, you know, mm. on, on, understand that? Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, when I say it's more intense, it, it has become... Um, how can I say it's become more master-slave now than it's ever, ever, ever been. And it is, it is about learning, the slave learning about his master, learning about how he acts, what he does. Phil, he knows me. He knows just by looking at me if I'm in a good mood. He knows by looking at me if, if I'm hungry. Um, and so... He's he's got to know me, but at the same time, I've got to know him. And the reason I've got to know him is because I want to know about him because I want to be in control of him. He is there for me. He's mine. He belongs to me. And so I need to take care of my property. And to do that, I need to know what's going on. And what's actually happening now is... Um, <laughs> We fuck more now than we've ever done in our lives. <laughs> um, and that's not because of lockdown, because we we work with each other all the time. We're with each other 24-7. The only time we're not with each other is if Bill goes out to the off-license or something like that. Um, but it's intense because the sex has got better and better and better. The 
ritualism, ritualism of it is getting better and better. But um, the, it's, it's the um, what do you call it? Foreplay of it is better as well. And it's because he has learned a lot about me. What and 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 he's learned about my body. He's learned about what I like, what I don't like, and there's not much that I don't like. But he is what I call a proactive slave because he will do things knowing I will like it. And it's not the same. Every time we have sex together, it's never, ever the same. It's always different. And the reason why that is, is because either I want something done or he has come up with something. And what happens is the two merge. So I'm not getting exactly what I wanted and he's not getting what he wanted. But what we do get is better than what each of us wanted. And that is becoming more and more intense. And there's a lot more heavy eye contact as well. And I won't have my slave with his head on the floor. He must always be looking up at me. I will not have him his head on the floor. Because a, ring, a slave should always look at you so you know. You know exactly what they're thinking. You know exactly what you want to do. And with Phil, he's very intense. Now, he does not stop staring at me until I ask him to stop. He will keep staring at me. And people say, well, that's creepy. It isn't creepy. It is very, very intense and very, very nice. That's what it is. It's just, I think a lot of people find our relationship really intense. Slaves that come around here, a lot of them say, oh, God, I can't compete against this. So, <laughs> <laughs> you it's like don't even try <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, so I'm so pleased you laughed at that because that's a fun answer. look mate you haven't come round to compete that's not what you're here for <laughs> there are no dartboards in this house so yeah yeah so that, it's becoming intense because it's becoming more fused together the sex life there's no there's a, a lot of the time at the beginning of this relationship I, I would say we are going to do this 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 and this and then i'm gonna fuck you and so right, that doesn't happen anymore it just happens on its own and um it's going to happen today as well isn't it, mate? Just yes. um, <laughs> and and uh, so uh, yeah, I think I I can't explain the how how intense it is. It's incredibly deep. It's incredibly um, it's just very 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 intense and deep. And it's getting more and more and more like that because of the way we are converging together as a master slave the friction is there is no friction it is it is malleable it moves and because i because i i want it to move i don't want it to stay the same i don't want to tie a slave up and then do what i do every day to this person because oh I, that's just what we do no it's got to be different it cannot stay the same you can't have a master say i want this all the time and that is it because if he doesn't get bored the slave will and so you know and then he'll lose a slave and it'll be like what why 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 what you know if um, to me i don't see why a slave can't have a say in a master slave relationship if he is bold enough to go forward and ask and say can i say this sir 
you know, once it's out, it's out, and the master can do what he wants with it, you know, but I would prefer him to say to me, come up to me and say, sir, I've seen this in this, on this site, I'd love to buy this because we can do this or this with this. Yeah, buy it. That sounds amazing and very fabulous as well. <laughs> um, uh, I love what you said there about it. Um, that, that it needs to change, that mm. it can't be too rigid or no. um, brittle. Let's say mm. that mm. it has. To, I, I imagine some some people thinking that must be the opposite of what a master slave relationship must yeah. be. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I think it's come up in every single um, um, interview I've done so far mm. that there is this sense that the relationship's got to evolve and change yeah 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 it must it must it, because if it, if it doesn't all it is is two shells or or, or your or your role playing i don't role play um and i think if you're role playing it ends when you leave the bedroom or your playroom it doesn't end with me at all it's there 24 7 my slave is there 24 7 as a slave but I want to I don't I don't want to be doing the same thing with my slave day after day after day because it I want it to move and when I say move I want it to mentally move as well not just physically move mentally move as well I want the slave to start like oh um, I've never done this before and and um, for them to be eager to try and want and 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 come forward and say yeah I want to do this because the slave also has to put his pennies worth penny worth in as well or it won't work as far as i'm concerned so if you're going to get yourself a slave get one that knows what he's doing for a start off and get one that um will be honest and tell you i like this i like that and any of these things can be possible but the master doesn't have to do them but he will know. He will know. He's been told. And so it's up to him to make it evolve. And and is there anything that you do specifically to kind of encourage that? Yeah. Um, I will insist that uh, Phil goes on the internet. I will insist that he looks at porn. And I will insist that he comes away from looking from that with an idea in his head. I would like to try this. I would like to try that. Because... He has to do his work, and I'm also looking on porn things all the time because it's like, well, I'm, I'm going to try this, I'm going to try that. Oh, that's good, this is good. I can make that or, or, or whatever it is um, because I don't have a slave that goes, no. I have a slave that goes, yeah, 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 yes, yes, yes. And, you know, and as far as I'm concerned, you know, if you're with an alpha master, the answer is always yes. Thank you. Um, I, I want to come back to um, an earlier thing you said, which was about the ritualization or the rituals you have in the relationship. Uh, could I ask you to speak a little bit more about that? What are the sorts of things you think are important to have as a master slave in terms of the rituals or protocol? You see, you, you, you use the word ritual. I mean, um, yeah, it, it can be ritualistic um, in a way, but... Um, I always have to be careful because I think um, when it becomes um, like that, it can get a bit boring. Um, so when, if I want to um, my slave to be with me and I want to have sex with my slave, 
um, it can it, it does become slightly ritualistic because what will happen is I will start turning lights out not all of them just some of them and um, I will be making sure that um, blinds are down and things like that and as soon as he sees that he knows exactly what's going to happen and um, and he gets and he and he obviously gets ready and and gets himself sorted out and whatever. Um, but while he's doing that, I will also come upstairs. You know, he can be douching himself. I don't care. I will be in there with him as well if I want to be. We don't have any bars held against each other. We we are as free with each other as possible until it comes to my playroom, and then his freedom disappears. Thank you so much. And just something which you were speaking about before when you were saying about the eye contact and the intensity of it. I, I really associate with that because with my last master, there was this amazing eye contact with it. Mm. And I, I know for me, it was sort of opening my soul and just showing what was there and let's say the love and the need yeah. to serve and the mm-hmm. wanting wanting to please. Yeah. Is this the sort of thing that you're talking about when, yeah. when you're talking about that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, when I look into his eyes, I can, I can look really deep deeply deeply into his eyes and just stare and i will i can see 101 things going on and when he stares back at me this there's this massive connection and the eye contact stays there for a long time regardless of what we're doing even if we're kissing each other or he's on the floor or or whatever is happening the eye contact is there because that creates such an intensity to stare at someone for a long time is difficult for a lot of people. But when you have a slave who will look back at you with the eyes that you want to see, and that's the passive looking person looking at you, it it's like it's just like throwing yourself into their um, mind and you're swimming around in their head. Thank you so much for saying that. Um, so, um, Moving on to some other questions. So uh, what sort of challenges have you come across with this sort of relationship over the um, 20 years? Um, Most of the challenges have not actually come because of the relationship itself. It's the attitude of other people towards the relationship that's been difficult. Um, Phil and I have not had a difficult time um with our relationship in terms of master slave obviously we've had to iron things out and also i had to break down some of the things that phil had that i didn't want or don't like um and one of them as i said to you early on in the relationship is you will tell me i want to know and don't lie and so we it's always been outside people people outside um my parents both of them are dead now but they knew and they were fine with it my sister knows my brother knows um we've got friends here we've only lived in this place where we are now for um three years um but we've got absolutely tons of friends here already most of them are straight unfortunately um but they all know they all know um but earlier on when we were living in london um, the neighbours were um, oh the queers and the or the uh, the massa and the slave all that type of thing we'd get 
um, that was that became difficult. That became, in fact, that became so difficult we got the police involved some, uh, some of the time um, because <clears throat> people thought it was hysterical that uh, two blokes could be a, be a master-slave relationship, and they expecting Phil to come walking out dressed in rubber with a great big collar around his neck and me holding it on a chain while he's walking on all fours. Yeah, you, know, you can do that in Germany if you want. You can do that in London if you want. You can do the wherever you. But I'm not going to do that here. And, yes. and, I've, and I've never done it anyway. I don't. I don't need to do that. I put him on a chain, and a, and a collar if I go, if we go to Pride or something like that. Yeah, because he's I own him, and you need to know it. Um, but uh, yeah, that's the only problem we've ever had is outside, not the relationship. Has there ever been any issue in the BDSM or gay scene, or has that been quite quite non-judgmental? Um, um, no, <laughs> um, I get um, a lot of slaves um, if I don't react to them, if I don't want nothing to do with them. I'm then called, um, you're no fucking master, or... Um, uh, my master is better, and, you know, these very childish, pathetic things, and that is one of the reasons I don't want to be with you, slave, because your attitude is like that. Um, so, in, but but most of the time, it's it's good, it's, it's very positive, especially when you, you meet other masters and slaves, and they say, how long have you been together? And it's like 20-odd years, and they're, Jesus, how do you do it? And when they start talking, they realise themselves... Well, that's what we're doing. And so, well, then you just keep that moving. Just keep it moving. Because in on the gay scene, when we go out and people know that we're master slave, we still get gay men and gay women look at us with real deep suspicion. And really look like, like um, you're horrible. Look what you're doing to that poor man with that thing around his neck. And you've got that. Ch- I bet you treat him horrible. I bet you're a right bastard to him. You know, and I try to be, but you know, I, I fail. But no, <laughs> it, <laughs> yeah, but you know, it, 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 on the on the on the gay scene, it's always been all right for us. We've always been good when we've uh, been to uh, Backstreet and all these other places in around London. It's always been fine. Thank you. And um, what, if anything, would you like to see in a master slave community? What, if anything, would I like to see? In, in, in respect of how do you mean so um i've always had this kind of thought about you know is there a community of masses and slaves that we can rely on each other for support do you think that there is that community there and if not is that something you would like to see i would really really like to see that yeah yeah that's that's for definite i, I was telling you earlier on that this slave uh, in his 70s um, and talking to him, and I, because I've got my slave to talk to him, because I, I tell Phil, talk to him. He's been a slave for a long time. You'll learn so much from this man. And Phil is learning loads, and they are becoming friends, you know. And and that I like. And uh, you know, and I always say to Phil, if you if you don't know how to do this, don't ask me. Go and find out for yourself. Go and ask other slaves, what would they do in this situation? How would they approach this situation? Go and get your answers from them. Don't get them from me. I'm not a slave. 
And if, if there's one thing you could change in, let's say, the master slave community that we have at at the moment, what would it be? I think, <laughs> be really blunt. I really, really um, think there is a there's definitely a place for true master slaves, not slaves that are just um i'll do anything you want and then you say right kneel i'm not fucking kneeling um <laughs> yeah but, tr- but true master slave because they they need they need help because a lot of the time you get a master slave relationship break down because the communication is so one-sided that it get the other side gets suffocated and literally dies and so I think it'd be nice if there was this some some way where masters and slaves can go and I don't want to pick up each other. That's that's, that's that's cool. That's fine. But at the same time, if there's a relationship where the relationship is suffering because of something going wrong, then for a slave to get onto this site and start to talk to other slaves saying, am I doing this right? What would your master do? You know, Can you help me? I think that would be brilliant. And the same for masters as well, because they end up with slaves that they really, really want to keep hold of, and they keep fucking it up and don't know why. And um, the slave won't say or won't tell. So get on the website, speak to other masters, tell them what you're doing, tell them your approach to it, and, and listen to them. I have I actually done that this week. I was listening to a master who's much older than me. He's in his eighties, and he was—he told me some things I'd never heard of before. And um, I'm going to try them. So, <laughs> you know, you learn. Thank you. I'm just going to give a little plug. So, for anyone who's who's wondering about that, um, kind of like my website, masterslavelifestyle.com, there is a place there you can go to for help. But I do also offer free coaching for people and connect. Can sometimes connect people with other people if I think there's a match. But that happens very rarely. I should set the expectation. And what's the site called again, please? masterslavelifestyle.com masterslavelifestyle.com right we're now about to go on to that masterslavelifestyle.com my slave's about to jump on it (laughs) um so for you what do you think makes a good master sir um what makes a good master a good master as far as i'm concerned if he doesn't listen if he does not listen he will get bored because he will do what he wants to do and he'll get the slave to do what he wants the slave to do. And eventually what will happen is he will get bored and the slave will say, well, I'm doing exactly what you want me to do. This is what you told me to do. I'm not breaking the law. I'm doing what you said. And he, he can't argue with that because that is what is happening. What he really should be doing is saying to himself, I'm bored, fucking senseless. This is my fault. Maybe I should talk to my slave and see if he can do something for me. That's what he's for. That's why he's with me. He's there to please me. So, you know, rather than just me doing, you know, anybody can fuck someone's head if they want to, you know. But the point is, it's how it's done and who's doing it and why it's being done, you know. And so with 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 um phil and i it 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 must never be the same it can't ever be the same it's got to change it's got to evolve and having that site that you're saying if i'd have had that site 10 years ago 
I would have been so, so pleased about it because I, you know, there are times when you are a master and you really, really do need help. And if you want to be a good master, ask your slave questions, ask them, say to them, do you want, have you ever had, would you try, how about that? And then, and then if they say yes to one of them, back off and say, right, make it happen, mate. You make it happen. You like this, you make it happen. I've said it to Phil. You want this, you make it happen. I come back from wherever I am. It's there, it's ready, and it will happen. And I do the same thing as well. Because if I say to him, have you ever tried this? Have you ever tried that? And he goes, no, do you want to? Yes, I'll do it. I'll make sure that happens because that's what I want to happen. That's what a good a good master should always make sure that when he's with his slave, there is a smile on his slave's face. Unless, of course, the slaves fucked him off. But there is a smile <laughs> on the slave's face because the slave wants to be there and is enjoying himself just as much as the master. And if you think that just using someone to, for a sex, sexual object is going to work, yeah, it will, but it will only work while you're using that object. Because once you finish using that object, that object talks and it speaks and you've got to deal with that. You know, it's, it's not as simple as just a piece of meat. It, it, it doesn't, and if a master treats a slave like a piece of meat, I think that the master should expect nothing but coldness and wetness and, and, and nobility. They just won't move. Thank you. And then what do you think makes a good slave? Ah, a good slave to me is someone that there are rules that I have and there are rules for um, slaves. When a master enters the room, he must drop to the floor to his knees. Phil does this. And then I will say to Phil, that's the last time you need to do that when I walk into the room. Because having him dropping up and down, up and down like a fucking yo-yo doesn't make him a great slave. It just pisses him off because he can't get things done or it pisses me off because he's bobbing up and down all the time. Um, another good one is that your slave will listen to you intensely. And when I say listen, I mean listen properly and Another another good way a slave uh, that, that I like with a slave is I do not want a slave to come to me and say, I want or I have or I, I should be able to do this or I'm allowed to do that or I, if I want to say something, I will say something. If they come across like that, they are no longer your slave or they're not a slave. Phil never does this type of thing, but he will say to me, um, sir, could I ask this or sir, could I could I speak to you about this? And I appreciate that because if it's bothering him and it's upsetting him and I have no idea that that's going on. If he tells me it stops, unless, of course, it's something that I want to do, then he's just going to have to make do with that and suffer. But it doesn't happen and one of the reasons it doesn't happen is because he's not petty. He's not stupid. He doesn't put himself in a position of um, vulnerability by um, bullshitting his way through things. He's a very honest person and he will drop to his knees when I walk into the room. And I will say you don't need to do that for the rest of the day unless I ask you to do so. Um, and he will consistently ask me if I'm okay, if I need anything, if I want anything. 
sometimes that can get on my nerves because it's like, will you stop fucking asking me that? And I will say to him, that's the last time you need to ask me. Don't ask me that anymore. And he will stop. He won't do that anymore. And so it's listening to your master. But your master must be reasonable when he's talking. If he's going to start coming up with a load of guff of you've got to do this, you've got to do that. I want this. I want that. I want this. I want that. And the slave is going to, this is very difficult for me to do. The master is becoming, as far as I'm concerned, he's asking too much, too quick, too fast. If you want a relationship with a slave and you want a really good relationship with a slave, make him grow the way you want him to. Nurture him the way you want him to be. Make him feel good that he is pleasing you. Encourage him when he does it right. Discourage him when he's not got it right, but not by smacking him one or kicking him or anything like that. You know, slap his face if you if you have to. That's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But not you know kick the shit out of someone because they got something wrong or they're not doing it right. Tell them because if you tell them and the and the slave listens, what goes wrong? Nothing. Nothing goes wrong. Thank you so much for sharing all of that with us. Um, we're coming to the end of the interview now. So is there anything else you'd like to say which hasn't come out in the conversation? I think um, I think the only advice I can give masters and slaves is that when you get yourself a slave, ask yourself first of all, why? Why, why, why have you got this slave? And the slave should say why why am i why am i doing this with this with this master what for why am i here and if the answers come out the same get on with it and have a really good time but if it isn't don't stop iron it out if you really really want it to go ahead if you really really fancy that slave or you really fancy that master and you can physically um look at them and think yeah you 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 know it would be great to be with you do it and but but be I suppose I think the only thing I can say is be nice that sounds really stupid but it is literally be nice because if you're nice your life will be nice and isn't that what we want I think that's a lovely way to end the interview so Gary thank you so much for taking this time and thank you for everything you've said you're very welcome and thank you very if you'd like to be interviewed by me or know someone who would, you can get in touch at the email contact at masterslavelifestyle.com. You can now support the podcast, website and Master Slave community through Patreon membership and receive benefits such as early access to the podcast, exclusive video workshops and more, along with my thanks for supporting this initiative. Check out the show notes for more information. If you're interested in finding out more on the 24-7 TPE lifestyle, you can go to the website for more information. That's at masterslavelifestyle.com or check out the show notes. Thank you.